Hello, TBR fans. Welcome to another episode of Talking About Rock. I'm Rob Edwards from Buffalo, New York. Today, we want to catch up with my co-host, Jerry Schmidt, in Nashville. Jerry, what's going on? How you doing there, Rob? Good morning to you. Morning, man. Excellent. Um, this is the big Alice Cooper Ace Freely concert weekend at Ascend Amphitheater. And last night, we had our pre-party with Alice Unleashed with uh, some good friends of mine laying down the uh, great Alice Cooper classics. So uh, today is the real deal with the um, Ace Freely and Alice Cooper show with uh, some local guys in the band, um, Philip Schaus, Jeremy Asbrock, and Ryan Spencer Cook, who are uh, the backing band for Ace Freely. So it's kind of a homecoming for those guys. Um, but uh, the weather is looking a little bit uh, rainy out here. So I'm not sure if this show is gonna fly because it's an outdoor amphitheater. So um, I am monitoring the weather as we speak. I get you, I get you. Well, we hope the rock gods prevail and it brings us Ace Freely and Alice Cooper to Nashville. It's been an amazing tour from what I've seen online. So um, yeah, we can't wait, you know, can't wait to check it out and see what you've got for us after the show. Um, it's been a pretty busy weekend here in Buffalo, New York too. A uh, little bit rainy and dreary as well, unfortunately, but that didn't stop the rock and roll from happening, you know. Friday night, I was out at a new club called 240 South. We got to catch 1980-something uh, playing there, doing some 80s covers. And then on um, Saturday was a big show for us. We were out at the Evening Star Concert Hall, and we got to see Buffalo's original act, Dew Driver, outstanding opening band, great guys. We'll be talking to them coming up soon. And we also got to see an amazing ACDC tribute band, Bonfire. Guys were smoking on stage. It was a great night, busy night. I'm, I'm a little tired, I have to say, but, but well <laughs> worth it, well worth it. So Yeah, um, me too, me too. Great, great. So I want to get to today's guest. We're so happy to bring back a friend of the show who's been with us from the beginning, originally did interviews for us. Um, you may know, us, know him from his band Methanol or his uh, swaggering singing style currently from Appetite for Voltage, their uh, ACDC Guns N' Roses tribute band. He's branching out and he's coming out with some of his own original material, which is outstanding. We wanted to talk to him about it. Please welcome back to the show, Seth Martino. Seth, how are you? Hi, How's Seth. Welcome. All right. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, great to see you. Great to see you, man. So so I just wanted to real quick before we get into your original original stuff, which, which I'd say is quite a departure from kind of what you're doing now. Uh, you've been on a little yeah. vacation tour yourself, man, taking it easy before you came back Uh into the studio. Uh, you want to tell the guys a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. So basically uh, uh, we had my tribute band appetite for voltage. We had like a month or so off before we're getting ready for an another string of shows. So I took a little family vacation, uh, went out to the Southwest, got to see the grand Canyon, which I've never seen before. And Monument Valley, all around Arizona, and then uh, ended it in Las Vegas, which is the only proper thing to do, right? And right, yeah. Uh, so, and I got to uh, hang out very shortly, but uh, with Rob's nephew, who is in a killer band called Velvet Elvis. We saw them out in Fremont Street, and got yeah, to meet. Sure. Yeah, Rob's nephew on bass guitar. It was, those guys are really tight, and they really had the crowd in the palm of their hand. It was great, a lot of fun. 
Yeah, they've been rocking out there for a while. He's he's played in a couple different bands out there. Um, he was in a band called Code Red Riot. You might have heard of them for a little while. He did some material with them, you know, and he's also uh, in a band called Treadmill for a while. They were doing a lot of heavy Metallica. Uh, but right now, the yeah, Velvet Elvis is more of a, a poppy rock type of cover band. But still, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm so glad you got to, to got to meet meet John. I, I think he's a he's yeah, a good guy. He yeah. loves to talk music. You know. Yeah. Sure. It was uh, yeah, that was cool to see. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Definitely. So, we need to get John Uber. back. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll talk to John again and, and check in with him in Vegas. We haven't done that in a little while. But today we're really here to talk about, you know, what you've been doing. You've been, now you're recharged, you're, you know, you're back yep. from your vacation, you know, you're getting back on track, you're back in the studio, putting out some, some new original music, which we always give yep. kudos here for people doing original music. You know, it's so tough nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. But, but uh, and it's a little bit departure from the heavier stuff, you know, tell, tell us about, you know, how this came about and uh you know why do you want to kind of do a little bit of departure is this more kind of the stuff you lean towards or was it just something you wanted to try or yeah um so like 10 years ago i you mentioned methanol in the the beginning there uh that was the band i i did that band we we did like an album uh but we we prior to that we had been playing for like 10 years different members and we finally solidified the uh, lineup for the album there and that was kind of the lineup that got the no, most known uh, in this region and stuff. So and we did an, a full length album, went into a studio, you know, pro studio with a producer, we had a producer who wanted to work with us, Roy Stein, who's uh, become a good friend of mine. And, and he, he sought us out uh, from hearing some demos on like a local radio show uh, at the time. So then he was like, I want to produce you guys. We did the whole album. And we kept playing. We opened for a lot of uh, bands in the club circuit, like bigger bands, like National Acts, like Steven Adler from Guns N' Roses, uh, John Karabi, former Motley Crue, even Skid Row, the, the current lineup. Uh, well, not the current lineup, because Johnny Salinger, unfortunately, passed away. But he was in the lineup when we, we played with him, uh, played with those guys. And so, you know, we got a lot of kind of cool club shows like that and played. And it kind of just, over time, just kind of fizzled out. Uh, we did as much as we could do. And so at that point, I just, I played in a lot of like different cover bands and stuff. And when, I think I said this with the Appetite interview, I was like, all right, when I saw Axel Rose kind of fill in there for ACDC, that's when I came up with the idea of, of doing the Appetite for Voltage uh, band and that came together pretty quickly and kind of took right off and people seemed to really love it so it, we've always had a, a pretty strong fan base between buffalo you know rockstar our hometown but buffalo syracuse rochester so we play all three of those cities and everywhere in between um and but there's one thing that was missing kind of over this one that was doing originals which i've always you know i got into music to write you know i've been writing since i was a kid so um, I wanted to do something different, meaning like something that wasn't just a rock band thing. Cause I've already done that and it was a lot of fun and, you know, it was successful in, in you know, our minds. We, we, we did a, had a good run there for about 10 years, 
But the thing for me was I wanted to, you know, there's more to me than just like rock and roll. I grew up playing the trumpet. I play piano, obviously guitar. That, that was my big instrument, you know, and that got me into the whole rock band thing. But I wanted to do branch out and incorporate all of those elements of, of you know, myself in, into that, you know. And, and I grew up listening to pop music, Michael Jackson, all that stuff, you know. And uh, so I wanted to really branch out and see what kind of sounds and stuff I could come up with. And doing the home studio thing, the home recording, which I'm sitting in right now, uh, <laughs> that really opened the door for that. So there's so much that like recording artists can do now at home, you know, and, and not saying that there's not a use for a professional studio. Obviously, you're going to get the best sounds and stuff from a pro studio. And I still use a pro studio to mix and ma uh, master the song and stuff, the songs. So it's like, I, I do, the thing about home recording though, is I'm able to experiment and try things out and kind of check them off and be like, all right, that didn't work. Let's try this. Let's right. go for this sound. And, right. And I noticed, I noticed a lot of people are doing that now. Yeah. They're doing yeah. like something at home. They'll kind of work it out a little bit and then they'll go master it somewhere. You know, well, right. we've interviewed several guests from their home studios, come to think of it. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's like when you're at a pro studio, you're paying for all that. You can't, you know, unless you have a record label or something or somebody's paying for it besides yourself or unless you're independently wealthy. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> time, you know, time in a studio costs a lot of money. So you, you can't really play around. You really need to know what you're going to do if you're going to. So that's why with the home recording, it's really opened the door for me to try different things out. And I wanted to go more in a pop uh, kind of direction just because I feel like there's so many elements that of uh, music I can incorporate, so many different genres, and it kind of passes in the pop world. We're like in rock and roll, it's like, if it's not loud guitars and screaming vocals, you know, if you can start adding synthesizers and stuff, that's not as accepted maybe as well. So, um, you know, with pop music, there's kind of anything goes. It's really weird. It's kind of like the pop crowds kind of are open to many styles. And even when I saw your nephew, Rob, uh, those guys are playing, like you said, a lot of pop stuff, but there's a lot of rock elements in those, those hit songs that are huge that they're playing. And it's like, it's really cool that, you know, to play around with all kinds of, you know, there's hip hop beats I'm incorporating. And, and like, I, I just put a little notice out on my social media yesterday saying that the next song I'm working on right now, uh, it's got like elements of disco elements of hard rock elements of like piano orchestra dance club stuff and and i'm gonna play trumpet on it so <laughs> that's i haven't played <laughs> trumpet since i was in high school marching band and concert band and all that stuff so i'm looking forward to adding that but it's just it's really fun to kind of play around with all these different sounds yeah, and yeah i think you keyed in on it i think there's more of a more of an opportunity to incorporate different types of things in the more poppy uh, rock type of song, uh, if, you, if you will. It's, you know, there's probably, you know, it goes out to a larger crowd that they'll give it, you know, give it more of a listen. Yeah. I, I, I definitely understand yeah. what you're saying about that for sure. And you're, you're real versatile. I mean, you, I love your piano playing obviously in November rain, you know, that's on, yeah. when, I, when I saw that, I was like, cause that's a favorite song of mine. When I saw you doing that, I'm <laughs> like, great. That song. Great. 
I'm like, Absolutely. this guy, this guy's got his chops for that. I, I didn't know you played trumpet too. That's, that's so cool. You know? That's, that's yeah. So what I started off on in school, so they opened the door for the rest of everything, you know? Yeah. A lot of people are breaking out those old high school instruments. I've, I've <laughs> right. Right. never too late. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So did you have, did you have, um, you know, specific things in mind you wanted to kind of write about or was there something that just influenced you and it just came kind of came about or did you kind of have like like a little agenda like i have something in my mind i want to do with this song i you know kind of you know have a little bit of you know basics around it you know what i mean you have an outline some people have an outline of it and then they kind of fill it in or some it's like off the cuff like all of a sudden oh i woke up i, I you know I, I found these words i woke up and i wrote this song yes. sometimes it's like what how is it for you um, so, so the thing is with me is I try to write uh, unique, uniquely. I, I try not to go what you know with what is completely popular and stuff. I want to kind of forge my own you know outlook on things and not. I try not to rehash things that are you know already done. Um, obviously, there's only so many subjects you can write about, but like the first single I came out with was a song I wrote about my wife and there's a million love songs, you know, and, and it, it is a love song. However, it's more of like a dance kind of, you know, upbeat type love song as opposed to just like really like, you know, balladish or whatever, anything like that. So, you know, I tried to come out swinging like that, but I, I wanted to be, you know, like an upbeat love song and something really positive and I don't see a lot of that right now, but, um, you know, this next one's a little bit darker, but at the same time, it's something I've never really heard, you know, lyrically before. And I don't want to give the name away yet, but um, it's, you know, because it's still being worked on. But, um, you know, it, it, I, I do have, I, I do just kind of write, you know, from from the heart, I, I write from, you know, I try not to have anything preconceived when I write, but I try to filter out stuff that's, you know, kind of predictable and, and, you know, already been done a million times. So yeah, in a way, you know, there's like, I try to, I produce all my own music. So the thing is being the producer, I have to kind of put on a different hat and, and judge myself, you know, and, and be like, now, you know, has that, have we already heard this a million times? You know, you, you have to kind of, uh, you know, be your own, you know, judge Critics. or whatever. Critic, yeah. Yeah, criticize yourself. And uh, and then I run it by the wife too, you know. <laughs> yeah, that always helps. That always helps. Yeah, I was having this conversation the other day with my significant other as well. And we were talking about, you know, music and about lyrics. And a lot of music is kind of been done and it's been turned around and done in different ways and how much more can you can you really you know do things with right. but lyrics lyrics stand out lyrics are kind of what make you remember that and give you that feeling if there's certain lyrics in there or catchy phrases or things i think people identify with that more real i really yeah. do and I, you know what I've, i used to write a lot of songs so i I'm, I'm really into lyrics myself so that was always an identifying point to me you know yeah the whole thing with lyrics is how do you say something um, that's already been said a million times, but say it in a different way, you know, and that's, that's like the whole, it's, 
that's the <laughs> it could be a nightmare sometimes but yeah you can find yourself nitpicking like small you know one word at a time <laughs> but yeah try, you know you try to keep the energy there and not get too yeah. crazy i would go back and i would write and then i would go back to a thesaurus and i would be like well, how can i yeah. make this sound better what word maybe should i change a little bit and it kind of gives it a little edge or you know i used to do that myself at times or sometimes like I, used, I would just wake up and like, oh yeah, this is cool. I, I got a little, you know, chorus, da da da, right down, you know. But get the that's It's hard to find things to rhyme with, though. Yes, yes, that's can be that can be a task. That can and that's be a task. the other thing is you don't want to rhyme too, uh, you know, amateurly. It's like you, you can you could just rhyme, you know, rain with pain or something. You know, yeah. it's like well, yeah, the not, one thing. The one thing I'd have to say is the rhyme that I really don't like lately that kind of came out from a song that came out, you know, a shot in the dark is is like a like a walk in the park or something like that. Yeah. I kind of was hoping a little <laughs> bit more from that from ACDC, but you know, their songs are their songs are still great and but it it's it they have a very basic songwriting style. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And it works. And it, the thing is, it's like uh like that old saying, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think ACDC, they just can't go wrong at this point. They're, you know, I'm glad oh, Brian's back. And, and I mean, everybody's back except obviously RIP Mal Malcolm. And speaking of that, I, I kind of a little uh, plug here from my band, Appetite for Voltage. We do, we try to do every November, uh, we play up Iron Smoke Distillery in Fairport. It's a great venue and uh, awesome whiskey if you haven't had that tommy burnett the uh, <laughs> found, founding guy there he's a musician as well so um but you know we play every november usually there and we do a show it's kind of become a tradition they're called the november rain show and uh we do it in memory of malcolm malcolm young from acdc because it was like right around when we do it it's almost like the anniversary of his, his passing so we try to dedicate to him and the whole show and you know this year we're doing a guitar giveaway so it, the show always sells out there so i always tell people get your tickets don't write me the day of the show right you know, yeah yeah we're looking we're looking at we're looking at coming out for that show i saw that saw that posted yeah. and i and i'd like to see you guys again i'd like to see you in rochester and then and i know we, yeah. we weren't, able to, weren't able to catch you at a couple different places lately so we you know we'd really like to come out and see that out here and check it out definitely yeah we've got shows coming up in uh buffalo area too uh i don't have everything right in front of me right now but uh definitely check out the appetite for voltage facebook for all those dates but yeah i think you're going to be at the cove i think yeah. you're going to be at the cove november 6th in depew yes and then yeah. after that i think after that is the fairport show the 20th i believe yeah. i could be wrong but no it is the 20th yeah, so that's always you know a great show. We we sell out tickets. Get them now. That's all I can tell everybody. <laughs> so how many originals do you have written, Seth? Um, I've got a ton. I've got, I've got too many. Probably. Uh, I I like I said. I I try to uh, you know whittle them down to like what I want to release. And so the plan is right now I want to do a single every few months for the next year you know i started back in july for the debut which was so true and we're right about almost about fifteen thousand views on youtube so that that was really you know it's been successful it's been cool i 
want to get a lot more, you know, so keep spreading the word, everybody keep sharing. Um, but you know, well, one of those views is me, of course. What's that? I said one of those 15,000 views is me. Yeah. Right <laughs> on. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, you know, you know that we keep sharing the message here on Talk About Rock. We keep posting your shows and and letting people know what's going on in the in the upstate New York area. You know, all the different stuff that's happening, all the local bands. You know, we're 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 so happy, you know, and excited when we when we saw you guys the first time. You you were one of our you were one of our first interviews on the show, and it was, and it was great talking to all the guys. We really appreciated you, you taking the time. You know, we were, yeah. we were a very new show at that point. We really didn't have too much under our belt. Now we're up to our – this will be our 23rd show. Wow. Going on. Yeah, so, no, I, you guys are great, man. And you always support the local music, and that's amazing. And, and thanks so much for reaching out and coming to the shows and having us on your show. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. We can't – you know, ask for more. You guys are so, so supportive. Yep. It is, it is definitely our pleasure, man. We, we love talking to the local bands, you know, seeing the resurgence of, of rock music here, you know, Jerry's got amazing, you know, uh, rock artists in Nashville and clubs and yeah. things going on out there, you know, Nashville, that's where it's at. Yeah. I mean, all kinds of music down here. Yeah. <laughs> rock, country, jazz, blues. <laughs> crazy yeah it's, it's like, just like a big melting pot i think nashville is like i i know like so many rocker guys from la are like moving to nashville it's like yeah absolutely amazing down there yeah it's it's amazing music scene from what i've what i've seen and what from jerry tells me i can't wait to go out there and check it out myself firsthand um hopefully we'll make it back next year they have a annual festival now called rock and pod where they have all the podcast guys show up and uh, do interviews with, with the different uh, folks and musicians out there. So we're hoping to, to get out there uh, next year. It kind of came up on too fast for us this year, but uh, we're really hoping we can do that. And uh, we're hoping we can get Jerry out here actually for a Bills game or something and, and, and check some yeah. other stuff out. He hasn't been back home in a while. He's from Buffalo himself. Go Bills. Yeah. It's been about four or five years, I guess. Nice. Since we went out to uh, see, uh, what, Jimmy Crean's band, right? That's right. Way back when Rockstars. Yeah, way back when Rockstars was still going on. Uh, Jerry came to town, and we're, we're just like, we're like, well, you're coming to town. we got to find a band to see, man. That's, you know what I mean? Him and I would just be talking music all day long. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go see Jimmy Crean's band, Hair Nation. They're usually pretty awesome, you know what I mean? And we've got yeah. to see them many times, you know. And uh, we'll be bringing back Jimmy to talk to him again on the show. He's, he's, he's a great friend of the show and a great guy. You know, yeah. that, that'll be so much fun. Yeah, yeah I've never that was about four years ago now. Yeah, I've never met Jim. I, uh, my friend A.D. Zimmer plays bass in his band, though. So, um, but I, you know, a lot of mutual friends, and obviously, you know, he's one of the big ones in, in Buffalo, so. Yeah, we got to, I got to catch him again when he opened up, when I, not opened up, I'm sorry, when he actually sang with the Apiece Brothers on their drum wars tour yeah. he's, been, he's been touring all over the east coast with these guys that's awesome you know and now he's back in town hair nations you know cranking back up again and and be playing shows so we'll, we'll be checking it out we'll be talking with with him coming up and his amazing fiance drummer colleen on the show awesome very cool so tell me how the appetite for voltage concert works do you um alternate acdc and guns and roses songs or is it one set of ACDC and one set of Guns N' Roses? How do you yeah, we, 
we alternate them. We don't do two separate sets. Um, I've seen tribute bands do that before, and that's a cool concept and everything, but um, we want to kind of keep everybody there. And we're like, well, what about if somebody only comes for ACDC, then they leave, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then, and also it kind of keeps it where like, we don't have to, now we don't really dress up like a lot of tribute bands. I mean, we do wear some of the clothes and stuff, but we don't wear wigs, which a lot of tribute bands do do, you know, they do wear the wigs. So, um, which is cool. It's fine. We, we just didn't want to do it. Um, we kind of don't look like any of those guys. I, I wouldn't, I'd pass more for a slash than an axle, like look wise. <laughs> you got your, you got your axle look going on there, man. I yeah. Think yeah clothes and that's fine but facially i don't look anything like him so it's like i don't know if i'd look good in a red wig <laughs> right yeah yeah but I, I, like, I like i like your look you got going for the show man you, yeah. you got you know you bring out the white leather and you got you know you got some stuff going on there to give the axle look a little bit give it the the little you know little tweak of it a little bit you know, but I, I bring out the tam for the uh the hat with uh for uh, brian johnson you know occasionally i'll do it for the couple ACDC songs and switch back to the axle hats and stuff. And I have one of those hats too. Yeah. yeah. Gotta love it, man. It's such a classic. Oh, absolutely. But I, I gotta, I gotta really give you kudos for switching, switching back and forth. That's gotta be really tough to do. Um, and the other thing I'd have to say is, you know, you're giving people a double, double bang for their buck. You know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like they're seeing two bands for the price of one, which I think is a great concept. Well, that's the thing. It's like, um, you know, the Brian Johnson stuff is definitely the hardest, I think, of all the, you know, it's just some of that, like, off of Back in Black, it's vocally is just challenging, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, you yeah. on your game, you know, and uh, hydrated, warmed up and yeah, in, in the pocket. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, it's, it's great. It's, I love doing both of those bands. They're obviously two of my favorite bands. Um, you know, Guns N' Roses is probably the reason I got into playing in rock bands. So, you know, uh, I'm a guitar player originally. So for me, you know, when obviously I started with trumpet in high school and stuff, but then I picked up guitar. So it was for me, I wanted to just play lead guitar. I never wanted to be a singer, but I always ended up being the singer in most of the bands I was in um just out of necessity kind of so it, it kind of finally just you know a few years before the appetite band i you know even in methanol i played guitar and sang but then i started playing cover bands where it's just like no just sing we've already got guitar players and that then i could do more stuff vocally you know um without a guitar man it just opened everything right up so right right so i have to ask you this question obviously guns and roses has released some new material Hard school. Yeah. You guys thinking about doing that, covering that in your show? We haven't even talked about it yet. Um, I I would love to. I I love the song. I think it's great. Um, you know, it's you're gonna find that the thing with me is I love Guns and Roses in general. So if if whatever they put out, I'm probably gonna like it. Um, I see the personalities come out. I know the first song they just released, Absurd. A lot of people hated it. They thought it sucked whatever i i'm just happy slash and duff are back with axel and um 
but yeah, hard school, I think is a, probably a stronger song if we're going to start, you know, putting on what level there, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind doing it. That's a good topic. We're going to start rehearsals here soon uh, in appetite for the string of shows we have in November. So I think that subject will definitely come up. I, I would love to do it. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Time-wise, everybody's got really busy schedules. Uh, we're all involved with music outside of the band. Some guys have other bands. Some guys are also doing original music like I am on their own. So, you know, it's time is definitely a factor when it comes into rehearsals and what songs we can add. We are going to add a few other uh, songs to the set. Um, but so far, hard school, it just came out. We haven't even discussed it really, but yeah, I love it. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Cause I know, yeah. you know, everybody's been waiting for a new guns and roses song for what it seems like a long while. I mean, not as long as Chinese democracy, obviously, which is, yeah. <laughs> was that ever going to come out in our oh, lifetime? Man. The, the yeah, album, no. not in our lifetime tour, right? You know, <laughs> but, I but for like 10 years straight that, uh, Oh, it's coming out next year. Oh, it's coming out yeah. next month. They lost, they lost so many fans over, over that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had such high hopes for those boys back in the day when they first hit, you know, and that stuff came out. I'm like, here you are, folks. You're going to, you're going to experience the next Rolling Stones. These guys are going to yeah. be it. And then yeah. unfortunately things fell apart for them, but. Yeah. Uh, a least, lot of drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of drama. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm so, yeah. I'm so glad they got the original guys back together for the most part. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's been really good. I'm, I, I have such high hopes for them, you know, uh, yeah. mammoth opening the shows for them. Killer. Very oh, cool. Pebble Bill right there. Yes. A lot of, a lot of promise. I mean, and you got to think like, obviously, well, he's Eddie Van Halen's son. He's going to, you know, there's people are going to come out anyways to see him and stuff, but, from what I've heard, the few songs I've heard, uh, you know, on YouTube and stuff, it sounds killer. It's great. He's he's a really talented dude, and uh, I think it's awesome that GNR brought him out. You know, yeah. on, on tour. Yeah, he's at, he definitely has his very own unique style. Wolf and uh, yeah. songwriting is very unique. You know what I mean? I think it's a little people didn't really expect some of the stuff that he came out with, but I, I really like it, and I'm sure he'll be headlining shows very soon. Oh yeah. Yep, no doubt. It's really good songwriting, and uh, he's doing his own thing, and I, I like that. I, I can kind of relate to that myself of, you know, breaking away. You know, for him, it's breaking away from, you know, dad. You know, the right, yeah. Thing yeah. And, and trying to, you know, forge his own thing. For me, it's I'm, in a way, doing my solo thing is breaking away from just being, like, a rock guy that everybody's known me as, and I – you know, I, I kind of want to show people there's more to me than just being the rock guy. I still love the rock and roll, no doubt. That's my heart and soul. But yep. you know, I, yeah, you I give you so much kudos. Yourself. Yeah, I give you so much kudos for doing that and uh, reaching out and doing some of your own stuff and you know trying something a little bit different. You know, seeing how it goes and stuff like that. It's that's amazing, dude. That's great. Thanks when will you perform the originals in front of the public? Um, so that's, that's something I, I have no plans at this point of doing. Um, if there was a huge demand for it, I would have to, you know, reconsider and put a band together. But at this point, you know, I've, I've done the whole, like you play your original thing and, you know, go out and try a club scene out and, and it can be grueling, you know, people don't really come out as much for original music. Let's just be frank about it. And, and I have no, 
no doubt that, you know, people might come out for this, but it's not something I want to like, you know, slug it out in the clubs to try to do and try to get, you know, get a fan base for me right now. It's just internet only. Um, and you know, play out, I get my kicks playing with the, the tribute band and it's like, you know, we definitely always have a, you know, big fan base that comes out, uh, wherever we play. So I, I enjoy that. I, I don't have to worry about selling tickets or anything. Uh, <laughs> like I said, we did, I did all that stuff before with my band methanol and, you know, you, you start at the bottom of the bill and work your way up and, and, you know, eventually get to opening for nationals and, and stuff like that. And that's cool. Um, but like I said, it'd have to be a massive demand for me to put a band together to do my originals currently. So. Sure. Um, so are you bringing in anybody into the studio to perform with you and, and lay down some tracks? Not, not yet. I do have some ideas in the future. I'd like, you know, to try out and, and maybe bring some guest appearances. Um, at this point, I'm playing everything on it. You know, I'm doing all the instruments and everything and it's doing all the singing, all the vocals. And, um, but you know, in the future, I'm, I'm open to ideas, you know, it's and kind of, I go by what the song kind of calls for. I let the song kind of, you know, I, obviously I write the song, but I also let the song grow and develop in the studio with, you know, things just kind of happen sometimes. It's like, Oh, hmm, that door just opened. Let's go down this way and see where it leads, you know? And it's uh, very, you know, experimental kind of open canvas type of style. I have having my own studio, you know, in, in working that process out. So like I said, if, if something opens up and it's like, Whoa, I could put in, you know, bring in a rapper or something, you know, or, I'm open to anything if the song calls for it, you know? So, um, and, and eventually on that note, I'd like to do a cover song, you know, redone like in my own style someday, I'd like to do that. But the plan is to release probably four or five singles over this next year and then release an EP with all of them on it. Um, so it's kind of like an album release. It'll be like a five song EP or something. I might throw a cover song on at the end. Who knows? You know, I, th but that's the goal is to get an EP out within the next year and a half or so. Well, I can tell you're, you're pretty open-minded if you're going to bring a trumpet into <laughs> the mix here. So, um, yeah, I yeah. I, I'm like, you know, I started this whole thing with playing trumpet. <laughs> so I, I better <laughs> put on there. Got to get back to the roots. Right, right. <laughs> so do you have a cover song in mind that uh, maybe you'd like to do? Uh, I've got a few. Um, and it, it comes down to something that would, that would be like really shocking that, holy cow, I never thought that song could be done this way. You know, it's, it's, that's got to play into it. And then how do I put my own, kind of stamp on it my own style so it, it, there's a few right now i have in mind uh a few more i'd like to you know it it'd have to be a lot of you know experimentation and that's just going to take time i think but yeah i i i, I want to release a, a cover that would be you know something that i can kind of own you know 
stylistically like wow he really put a spin on that that i didn't see that coming you know that kind of thing so i, I really want to make sure it's the right the right thing to do are you thinking more of a ballad or a rocker or something uh, upbeat or whatever at this point fills that kind of uh requirement like i just said like so whatever i can make my own kind of I'd be open to ballad or, you know, upbeat kind of song or whatever, you know, it's, yeah. it's so, it has, it's so kind of specific to what, you know, something that hasn't been done before kind of thing. Well, I'm sure it's going to hit you in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. Well, be, likely. Right. I've had be that happen before. I've had, yeah. I have literally grabbed my phone and hit record and like sang lyrics that I had in a dream before. And it's interesting, you know, I don't know if it's genius. I wouldn't say that. Some people are like, oh, it was a genius moment. I don't know if it is, but it's definitely, you know, it shows that the mind is always working or thinking. And, you know, I'm, I'm always immersed in music, even when I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of how uh, Rob and I are. That's I mean um, nothing wrong with that right it's a great great way to be i think it's Always. what fuels me fuels me throughout the day so yeah. awesome man yeah that's kind of why we we started this up you know we started this show um we're, we're constantly talking about music talking about bands and stuff and uh there's so much so much activity going on uh, now it's great you know after after we're finally back out uh, after the COVID and bands are starting to play and, you know, clubs are opening yeah. and things are happening. Uh, we want to let all the people know there that, you know, there's still rock and roll music out there. You know, we're all, we're trying to keep the torch alive here. That's what we're doing. That's right. That's right. That's a, a great, somebody has got to do it, you know, let's yeah, keep exactly. people back out and playing music, you know, uh, it's great to see everybody out. It's, it's long overdue. It feels great. So other than YouTube, where else can people hear the originals? Um, I'm on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. There's a bunch of stuff that I'm not even familiar with. I went through like a distributor, obviously, like most people are doing. A lot of people are doing DistroKid nowadays. Um, but I, I went through CD Baby. Uh, I, you know, I released the Methanol stuff 10 years ago through CD Baby, and they've always been at the forefront for me. They had a few more advantages that I, I liked. Uh, I was thinking of going through DistroKid, but uh, I chose CD Baby, and and so uh, they have a whole list of like, you know, formats. I'm not even, honestly, I'd never even heard of before. <laughs> My main things are you know Spotify, YouTube, uh, you know, all that stuff. The 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 top ones. It's on all that. So and iTunes obviously and and stuff like that so right well if they want to see uh here you know learn more about you or learn more about you know your band's uh, appetite for voltage uh, what where should folks go for that facebook is like the big one uh obviously you can just type my name in i've, I've got a personal page and a public page you know the music page i i'm very selective on the personal page if you know friend wise i try to you know make sure it's everybody's real they're not like some bot or something you know yeah. <laughs> so the, the personal page isn't as you know but you know if 
if you want to follow me, just go to the, my music page on there. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, on TikTok, even uh, trying to kind of figure that out. I know it's like all the kids are doing it type, uh, you know, TikToks that kind of way. But I'm putting stuff out there, trying to be out on every platform possible. You know. Yeah, I think you would get you would definitely get a lot of uh, a lot of good views on TikTok with the stuff you're doing currently. Definitely. Yeah, a lot of twenty somethings that I know, you know, and like friends with and stuff they really dug the the original stuff so far that you know the, the original song so true and it, it you know it's a little bit more i guess geared towards that generation but so i kind of expected that a little bit but um you know you never know who's gonna be into it or not but it, everybody's kind of you know all ages have liked the song so it's i you know it makes me happy to see that excellent excellent yeah we're so, we're so glad to have you back and talk with us, man. We, we really appreciate it. You know, you taking the time. Uh, it's so awesome to see, you know, you know, more people doing original music and trying to get that out there, you know, to, to see what's happening in, in the world and stuff and put that out there. We know it's like you said, it's so tough to break through with originals, but uh, kudos yeah. to you, man, for, for, for definitely doing that, putting it together. Oh and, yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. Yep. And if Thanks you folks, a lot, guys. yeah. And if you folks out there want to hear more from us, please feel free to email us at talkingaboutrock at gmail.com. Like us and follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. And you can also check out all our interviews on our YouTube channel, Talking About Rock. Seth, so good to see you again, man. We wish you all the best. Um, we'll definitely try to get to that show coming up in, uh, in November, man. We'll have to chat about that, too. Great to have yeah. you back, man. What other shows do you have going in the area besides the Fairport show? So in November, we have like, we're playing every week. So we've got the one at the Cove in Depew. Um, we have one out in Syracuse at Average Joe's Beernasium. And then we've got the one in Fairport, which I mentioned earlier, Iron Smoke Distillery. And then we're actually going to be playing with uh, Springer. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them, but they're a, a big band in the region. Uh, basically, uh, tribute band to like modern rock They're they've been around for a long time and they're actually ending their the band is ending so so oh, their, wow. their last show is going to be uh in rochester here at anthology which is a killer venue and we're going to be opening kicking things off opening the show for them and uh you know it was an honor that they asked us and and is you know they're all friends of ours so you know, definitely a heavyweight in, as far as the uh, the tribute cover band scene goes. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of people there. I have no doubt that it'll probably be sold out. So definitely get tickets for that one as well. Yeah, that sounds like an amazing event. Definitely. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff going on. I know you're a busy guy and you got stuff going on. We appreciate you taking the time with us again, my friend. Uh, you no know, problem. come back and chat with us when you got more stuff going on. Uh, we'd love to hear from you again. You know what I mean? folks check Thanks these guys so much out you guys and i really appreciate you having me on your show you guys have an awesome show and it's a good thing what you're doing and go bills <laughs> ah, no doubt all righty man you have a great day man all right we'll talk to you later man all right all guys right. have a good one seth thanks so much guys see ya great to finally meet you all right